And three, two, one. That was almost spot on. It had to have been. <laughs> Way off, buddy. Okay, my new goal in life is to clap with you at the same time. Is that is that ridiculous? <laughs> no, it's not ridiculous. Okay. All right. Well, let's start the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast. You're home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Oh, dude, I am fan-freaking-tastic. Once again, this week, Lord Saunders is brought to you by a delicious old-fashioned with Maker's Mark bourbon. Is that true? Are you, are you drinking an old-fashioned again? I always drink old fashions, especially when I record. <laughs> Which makes you like the seventh most inter- interesting man in the world. <laughs> I'm working my way up. I was eighth last week. Well, and the guy that is the most interesting, he's got to die eventually because he's super old. So, Yeah, that's true. So, but you just, have the most interesting death in the world. <laughs> <laughs> just by attrition, you're eventually going to be the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll have the title for a little while. Are you going to be super ticked if you find out that like somewhere ahead of you is like a nine-year-old and he'll never die? <laughs> yeah, because like, that would be some serious nepotism and screw that. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> it's such a weird, unexpected way to start the show. <laughs> All right, well, before we discuss the calendar, I've got a couple of advisories for the listener. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, bring them on. First of all, just a quick reminder about our Facebook group, the Gravity Beard Interns. So if you like fun, you should probably come join the Gravity Beard Interns. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, absolutely. You know what? And I've actually met a lot of really cool people recently from that group. Um, And I I try not to do too much social media-ing involvement, but this one just kind of like sucks me in. I, I very much enjoy it. And the people in the group are great. It's a lot of fun. I completely agree. Did you just use social media-ing as a, I as did. a verb? Okay. That's All how right. I talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second thing is, is we now have a couple of new ways for people to support us, support the show financially. Oh, do tell. Yeah. So, so we, we still have a Patreon account. So if you want to be a regular supporter of the show, thank you, Clay Groves of the Fish Nerds podcast. Clay is a regular supporter of the show. He does that through Patreon. We very, very much appreciate it. Uh, we don't actually know if he's still listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make him like Andrew, a, a, a very seldom, if ever, listener, but supportive <laughs> right. anyway. <laughs> yeah, in- incredibly supportive, very engaging. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't but they listen don't to listen. <laughs> My guess is they probably both listen to uh, On the Ledge, the podcast about <laughs> potted plants. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> i'm sorry i I, I said (laughs) i said that wrong it's it's the podcast about house plants it's not just potted they may not be potted they may not be potted yeah well way to alienate the whole gardening community sir you (laughs) okay so they might listen to that but they don't listen to our show Uh, (laughs) okay so here's two two new ways that that you can support the show financially one we now have PayPal. You can donate through PayPal. It's at paypal.me forward slash gravity beard, or you can search by our email, contact the beard at gmail.com. That's number one. Number two is you can find us on Venmo by searching gravity beard, all one word. And finally, we want to thank our friend Dave for joining us on last week's episode. Dave, thank you, my brother. Thank you. Next time, pass over one of those beers instead of hogging them all to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, and of course, um, thank you, Dave, for joining our team. And more on that later. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's a new member of the uh, the team here at this week today, and we're excited about that. Absolutely. Next. All right. Well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days, so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Hooray! A- Adam, I will get us started. Oh wow! There's a change of pace. I know. Throw a curveball at you this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, yesterday was National I Love Horses Day. Okay, horses are awesome. Yep, I agree. I like horses. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but you don't love horses? You only like them? No, I just said I, I like horses. Yeah, but it's, I love horses day. No, I mean, I, I, I try not to, lo- to use the word love loosely. Like, I definitely love tacos, and I don't know if I love horses <laughs> as much as tacos. So I don't like to throw that term around loosely. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay, well, today, July 16th, is my favorite day, National Personal Chef Day. Yeah. So, you know, we had a little incident last year, and (laughs) this year is no different. I just got rid of my personal chef for making all the wrong foods again. So, tough break, but, you know. So, how many, I'm sure the listener is curious about this, how many personal chefs have you employed since last year? Four. Well, only four. Okay. So you're not firing yeah. nearly at the pace that you had been previously. Right. Because I've been traveling a lot. So I'm <laughs> not home. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Wednesday is National Sour Candy Day. And I'm not a huge fan of sour candy. So moving right along to you on Thursday. Yeah. Sour candy is disgusting. But Thursday, we celebrate something that is very much not disgusting. And that is National Hot Dog Day. I love hot dogs. <laughs> On Friday, 7.20, is my buddy Victor's birthday. And my buddy, actually, my other friend, Crystal, her birthday as well. So, happy birthday, Victor and Crystal. And it is National Moon Day also, which is pretty sweet, dude. The moon is awesome, just so you know. Uh, I'm, pro- I'm probably pro-moon. I can get on board with the moon. Yeah, we're good. That's, that's great. The moon is awesome, man. Yeah, for sure, I, I guess. Well, the other thing that's awesome is that you can finish up your week of celebrations with National Junk Food Day, Adam. I celebrated that today, as a matter of fact. (laughs) As hard as I could, I celebrated National Junk Food Day early. I don't blame you. Junk food is amazing. It really is, man. Next! And with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. All right, once again, I'm going to kick things off. In 1792, naval hero John Paul Jones dies in Paris. Then, in, ni- in 1968, he was reincarnated as the bassist of le- legendary band Led Zeppelin. That's pretty awesome. I know. That now, do you think you awesome. preferred being a Navy hero or the bassist for Led Zeppelin? Bassist, totally. Absolutely, I agree. Led Zeppelin, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and this week in 1925, Hitler publishes uh, his book, Mein Kampf, which means my struggle. Which I think is a book about gardening and home decorating tips, isn't it? It, it 100% is. I, I find the book far less menacing when you realize that it was about gardening and home decorating tips. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this week in 1945, ironically, the atomic bomb was successfully tested. And I say ironically because, you know, we use the atomic bomb to ultimately defeat Hitler in a roundabout way. So yet again, in your face, Hitler. And in your that was- face, Hitler. And the uh, atom bomb, or atomic, was my nickname in middle school. <laughs> True nice. story. Yeah. There's, a little, there's a little fun fact about Adam. 
<laughs> All right. Well, in 1967, Jimi Hendrix drops out as the opening act for the Monkees, and I don't blame him. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why is that even like a consideration? Why? Why would Jimi Hendrix open for the Monkees? Yeah. <laughs> World's greatest, and then you have the Monkees. So next, in 1988, the movie Die Hard debuts. Now, this is important because, A, it makes Bruce Willis a movie star, but it also makes one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. So yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. <laughs> Do you still consider a Christmas movie when the movie came out in July? The spirit of Christmas should live in our hearts every day of the year, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I've, actually, every year I do a Christmas in July um, because we're at our halfway point. And I like to feel the magic of Christmas, you know, at least one other day of the year outside of the season. Next. Okay. Well, with that, Adam, let's move on to the news. Yes. Play the news jingle. Adam, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the issue of loud house parties in the Hollywood Hills finally came to a head late last year. Really? It's true. Wow. The Hollywood Hills area of Los Angeles is filled with large homes, as you know, and big house parties are very common. Right. And residents have been complaining about them for years. As a matter of fact, and I found this surprising, in 1924, the LA Times published a front page story about a revolt by Laurel Canyon residents after a wild birthday party got out of hand. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. But anyways, it's actually gotten worse in recent years, mainly because of the rise of... Millennial successful people living in Hollywood Hills? No, actually what the problem is is that uh, many of those raucous house parties are not hosted by people that actually live in the area. Rather... Uh homeowners yeah well kind of but but homeowners and property managers rent out their homes to short-term guests who throw throw events flowing with booze loud music and listen to this hundreds of attendees oh yeah of course <laughs> absolutely H- hundreds yeah um and so so neighbors reporting <laughs> this is a good, this is a good example in at one party neighbors reported seeing a caged lion at one house <laughs> at one house party and an elephant at another that this is not like surprising to me whatsoever that that's the kind of party that goes on there with lions and elephants yeah i mean mike tyson hello i mean he <laughs> so, didn't live so there saying, but i mean he, so you're saying you they know. didn't bring the lion in for the party it was already owned by someone that lived there no 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 i just mean that like you know with the advent of of the hangover of the movie you know and people these people having exotic pets of course people are going to bring like you know some sort of petting zoo to a party in the Hollywood Hills. This, <laughs> I'm just surprised that it's short-term rentals. That, that kind of caught me off guard. I didn't think about that. So you, th- you think actual residents would throw these giant parties? Absolutely. All right, fair enough. Uh, but it says, it says there's been uh, angry public hearings and many called for tougher laws. Wow. How about that? That's, a, that's really interesting. Yeah, so finally last fall, City Hall got involved. So the city of Los Angeles drew up a new law to outlaw house parties for good and wow. and they were and they were going to vote on it yeah completely outlaw them and they were going to vote it on an upcoming city council meeting and that sets the stage for two heroic young men to step <laughs> up and defend this age-old hollywood hills tradition so, so wait so he went to fight for their right to party have you not heard this yes. story 
No. I. You really haven't. No. Oh, I was. Was it the Beastie Boys? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But but you're. Uh, I'm so glad. I was afraid that maybe you'd heard this story. Like I said, it came to a head um, th- like last September, October. Right. And so they held a, a, a city council meeting, and we have testimony of these two guys that showed up to defend house parties in the Hollywood Hills. Awesome. Are you ready to hear that testimony? Yes. Next speaker. Yes, sir. Identify yourself. What up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. Over the past week, I've been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. House parties were the bedrock of my development as a young man in San Clemente. My first introduction to manhood came when the captain of my water polo team, Boomer Kingsley, asked me to shotgun a tall can of Bud Light in front of the whole squad at his end-of-the-season bash. His parents were in Tahoe at the time, so we tore that weekend up. It was epic, and I was super stoked. My newfound confidence gave me the courage to ask out the most popular girl in school, Lauren Stockholder, to prom that year. (laughs) She rejected me, and I had to go with Stacey McMillan, but I didn't care because I was so amped on chugging with my boys. That's what house parties do. Raging at house parties is the truest way to party. Next Next speaker, please come and identify yourself. What up, council? My name is JT Parr. I am also here to defend parties in the Hollywood Hills. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, (laughs) that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. (laughs) I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people and everyone would laugh, you know, be witty. National Moon Day. Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short, (laughs) I fulfilled my potential. If you outlaw house parties, you may keep the volume down, but an externality is that you may keep people from bonding. America needs bonding. People need to put aside their differences and find common joy. There's no more effective environment for that than a freaking rager. This is the best exemplified in me and Chad's relationship. We were star-crossed. He a surfer, me a bodyboard. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to welcome you to L.A. Council's Bill and Ted's excellent uh, adventure. (laughs) Nice, Councilman. How great is that? These guys, they went up there as true self, and they actually had a, a thought out like answer. I mean, th- there's a good chance that they could have been just been like dicking with like the councilman, but obviously they are reading from a paper. They wrote something down and had an opinion, and they showed up to like to make their voice heard. This is awesome to me. <laughs> like hell yeah, youth, let's go, let's get out there, let's be active. You're gonna fight for your right to party in council. I respect that. Yeah, so they actually showed up to an L.A. City Council meeting and made that testimony. And so that sets the stage. And the, the guy running the meeting that you heard at the beginning and the end is named Herb J. Wesson Jr. Uh-huh. He's the president of the City Council of Los Angeles. And it, in this first appearance, the council chambers are nearly empty. And the people that were there aren't paying much attention. These two guys' names are Chad and JT. 
the, the first guy's name is Chad, the other guy's name is JT. And so the council was room was basically empty. The people that were in there that were in there weren't really paying attention. Would you believe they invited Chad and JT back for additional testimony? Oh man. I bet <laughs> one of two things. Either A, they, they found that in their hearts, or B, they use this as the example to mock and as the reason to, you know, shut down house parties. Yes. So <laughs> I don't know. You be the judge. So they actually, but this time the council chambers, if you watch the video uh-huh. is completely packed. <laughs> <laughs> the entire city council is there. There's not a, there's not a single seat available. It's basically standing room only. Once again, Herb Weston jr. Kicks things off. And here's what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, uh, start this council off with a blast. <laughs> I'd like to have uh, Chad and JT come forward. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. LA's, uh, LA's version of uh, Bill and Ted, please come forward. <laughs> he reissues, reissues his only joke. That's right. Identify yourself. Uh, what up, Council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um, I'm here speaking on the ordinate of keeping parties in L.A. Uh, I spoke on Wednesday, but I didn't get to finish my speech, so I thought I'd finish it here and then just let you dudes connect the dots. So, <laughs> Raging at house parties is the truest way to party. I've tried to party at clubs, but they're polluted by fedoras and v-necks. And honestly, <laughs> it's almost impossible to let loose with such bad vibes. <laughs> Plus, I'm on my parents' allowance, and I can't afford bottle service. So if you guys go through with this, I'll be really screwed. Please don't do this. In America, we always talk about freedom. But what do we mean by that? Well, to me, freedom is rocking a fresh Ruka tank in the warm sun while playing beer pong with your boys. <laughs> What good is bronzing if you can't do it with your squad? (laughs) Moments like those bring about epic serendipity, like the time I met Strider's sister, Tiffany, and we really connected. (laughs) Strider was pissed, but eventually got over it. Thank you. Please. Oh. All right, thank you. Thank you. Next. (laughs) Next. What up, council? I was also (laughs) here on Wednesday, and it was super chill, and I've rolled back with a renewed vigor. I have never believed more strongly that parties are what's needed to unite the United States of America. I'd like to share an anecdote. Chad and I were not always super tight bros. We were star-crossed. He was a surfer. I was a bodyboarder. We operated in different worlds. Chad went out. We both went to this party at Benji's, and it looked like it was going to be a serious flop. His dad wouldn't bail, and the guy-to-girl ratio was awful. Chad went out to his F-250 and brought back his four-hose beer bong. (laughs) Ian, Kellen, and Reese and Landon were going to drink it, but Landon couldn't because he was on antibiotics. (laughs) After some ribbing, he bailed, and Chad asked me to step in. It was touching. We chugged a sixer of Bud Diesel out of the beer bong. In that moment, I felt so close to him. I think if America could just take a moment to stop and chug, they could feel that too. So we will continue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love these guys you love chad and jt yeah i'm sure that like it's 90 percent an act but it's awesome all right hold on to that thought so at this point having having heard their very compelling testimony yeah they weren't always tight bros 
They no. were. They were totally tight bros. So at this point, the city council votes on the law that they're proposing. Oh no! And so, so, so the law, the vote is is um, completed, and then they invite the guys back in to respond to the outcome of the vote. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready for that? Yeah, oh, man, I'm actually like kind of nervous. Like, ooh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> we have Bill our listeners on the, on the edge of their seats. So here's here's the response to the outcome of the vote. So I'm going to ask Chad and JT, are you still in the house? Why don't you start off? Come on down and start off our general public comment. One minute each. Uh, what up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. Last week I heard the gut-wrenching news that you have passed a bill banning house parties. I won't lie to you, council. I'm not stoked. <laughs> but if there's Shocker. anything that the 2003 Pipe Master showdown between Andy Irons and Kelly Slater taught me, it's that you must be gracious in defeat, but persistent in the fight. While this new law may make it laborious to throw a solid house rager, I will not let the beer bong run dry. <laughs> Last year, allow me to present a tale of perseverance. Last year on the night of Brady McKinnon's Flag Day Bash, my first love, Ashley, and I were reunited. After grooving to Petey Pablo's freak leak, it was clear that sparks were flying. To celebrate our connection, we even shotgunned the Four Loco together. This sacred ritual was interrupted by heavy law enforcement. It was really not chill. But then, I texted my mom and she let us transfer the party to her house. Ashley and I dated for a whole month after that. Point being, I will never stop fighting for house parties. To quote Brian McKnight... Thanks, man. That's your let, let's let's bring up the the rest of the dynamic duo. Go ahead. <laughs> what up, council? What up, council? My name is JT Parr. When I was a younger man a few months ago, I came here and fought against the ban on house parties. I was new to the political machine, and because we had right on our side, I naively thought we had the votes. Unfortunately, it was not the case. Just thinking of all the dance floors that will never get hyped all the Pong games that will never be dramatically won, and all the pools I will never get to skinny dip in is enough to bring me to my knees. But I don't want to clown on democracy. I don't want to give in Too to late. cynicism. In my substantial years of partying, I've learned a valuable lesson, how to rally. That is why I still believe the council will change its vote, and I still believe I will one day get to slide shirtless on a beer-soaked dance floor. Dreams. <laughs> Parties are banned, but I will be throwing kickbacks, mixers, and soirees, none of which are parties, every weekend at my mom's house. <laughs> you are invited, counsel. When I look in your eyes, Herb, I see a man who parties, a man who has cleared beer bongs and maybe even shacked the occasional bowl. All right, <laughs> thank JT, you. thank you. <laughs> like, don't bring me into this. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Buscaina. Party at my house, and they're invited. Okay. All right. That was another councilman. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Yay. So, uh, so yeah, total bummer, man, because house parties are now barred in the Hollywood Hills. It's like, uh, what is it from, uh, he's like, Polly Shore, hey, man, if your edge cousin wheezing on your grindage, just chill, because if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happening at my pad, I'd go grind over there. So don't <laughs> tax my gig so hardcore, Cruster. <laughs> 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 yeah so, so so i guess i guess everyone's gonna have to go somewhere else to have their ragers yeah yeah and and you know find somebody they can be like tight bros with you know you and i are tight bros bro 
<laughs> yeah, you and I are totally tight bros. I feel like in real life they would be totally obnoxious, but I've really got to give them a lot of credit for <laughs> for getting up there and going to council and like trying to make a stand. So do you want me to pull the curtain back on this for you? Oh, yes. These are two comedians and they were totally trolling the council. That is fantastic. Also very expected. Isn't that amazing though? Like like well, that's a that's a crazy stunt to pull off. That's true. That is true to go back and then that, get man. invited, you know. <laughs> this this isn't this isn't some small town. This is Los Angeles. And and they got in front of the city council and pulled the stunt off and made three appearances. That's ridiculous. <laughs> bravo to Chad and JT, the actual characters, and bravo to Chad and JT, the comedians who pulled it off. <laughs> Darn right. All right, well, uh, man, uh, again, bad news, Adam. Oh, come on, man. We don't have time for our next story, but I will read the headline if you like. Okay, fine. Kansas man arrested while trying to have sex with a car. <laughs> uh, I, you know what I feel like that's not even the most unusual thing that you've put out here <laughs> no it definitely isn't but it's still fantastic and as usual our promise to the listener we'll make every effort I mean, to try to get to that story we try so hard to get to that story in a I future swear. episode yes we Absolutely. will try we promise Yep. so that was not a news quick hit but it was a news hit it was a news hit <laughs> next all right, well, with that, let's move on to birthdays. Let's do it. And I'll kick us off. So yesterday was uh, Forrest Whitaker's birthday. He turned 57. I love that guy. I do, too. Okay, now I'm going to run through a few myself. Jesse the Body Ventura turns 67. Nice. Uh, today, Barry Sanders turns 50. Awesome. I still think he might be the best running back of all time. Totally. Well, tomorrow um, we have Angela Merkel, six, turned 64. She's the Chancellor of Germany. And you have David Hasselhoff, who turned 66, and he's loved by Germans. So in reality, they should just go ahead and, and like Michael Jordan and President Gerald Ford, become roommates, and, and in this case, possibly even date. One, one quick birthday on Wednesday, uh, Kristen Bell turns 38, and I have a huge crush on Kristen Bell. Well, I have a huge crush on this next one, and that's Benedict Cumberbatch, who on Thursday turns 42. All right. Well, then I will wrap up with this. These people were born on this day, but are now dead. (laughs) Uh, I mean, right. Go ahead. That's my tribute that I do every week to our friend Clay Groves. (laughs) Yeah, totally. All right. So Chris Cornell, uh, of course, the lead singer and guitarist for Soundgarden, he sadly died last year. Uh, It was 2017. And in 2014, <laughs> and it doesn't seem like this, this seems like it was more recent than that, but in 2014, we lost comedian and actor Robin Williams. Yeah, that was super tragic, man. Both those, <laughs> this is a t- t- tough week. <laughs> Next! All right, well, uh, with that, Adam, how about a little Dear Dave? Dear Dave, bring it on. Now, we don't have a jingle, but maybe that'll suffice. So... <laughs> So if, if the listener remembers, last episode, we had our friend Dave from Philly on, and we introduced him as a new team member for the show, and we said that he was going to kind of do an advice column, an audio advice column for the listener. So people are going to call in with, with problems that they have, and then Dave's going to call in with his response. And so this is actually our debut of the Dear Dave segment. Fantastic. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play the uh, the first caller who called in with a problem, and then I'll follow up with Dave's response to that caller. Great. Hello. My name is Elaine. 
I'm calling for Dave. Dave, I need some advice. My boyfriend, he's younger. He's a little embarrassing. He's 75. Anyway, my boyfriend, he, uh, he wants to get intimate. And I need to, and he, and he has hip problems. And I have hip problems. So Dave, I need to know, how can we, uh, have the intercourses and not break our hips? Thanks. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, so the younger man is 75. Okay. This is a this is a, a tough challenge, you know. So what if is she dating Lester? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps maybe Lester call in and let us know. Maybe there's a connection as to why he's so eager to get <laughs> the Viagra's get his, get his prescription filled. Aren't you curious as to how how Dave is gonna gonna <laughs> respond? Uh, quite. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, Elaine. First off, congratulations on still being physically fit enough to want to do that anyway. I can only hope that in my old age, I can dupe a golden girl such as yourself that had a sweet retirement package and oodles of money from her many divorce settlements to support my keister and still be willing to do the horizontal polka from time to time. Here's my advice to you. I suggest you try the spoon position. That's by far the safest, and anything else ends in one place for YouTube geriatrics, the ER. <laughs> I'm actually going to change my mind because both of you should keep your pants on for yours and all of our sakes. I can't give you any advice because I just don't want to have or give the listeners any mental images that can't be scrubbed away. Keep it to yourself. I have to be totally honest. I was, I was very concerned about how Dave would respond to that particular caller and it, was, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. <laughs> Same. Same. So I hope I hope Elaine, you know, took away some some you know encouragement and uh, you know felt good about the answer. Good luck. Good luck to you. I guess. Yeah, I hope that it works out, and hopefully, uh, you know, if Lester gets his his medicine and it's you, then uh, you'll be all right. <laughs> right. Next. All right. Well, Adam, as you know, the Gravity Beard Hotline is in full swing. I love the, the hotline. I do as well. The number is three two one. Four six five two one eight zero, and in an effort to keep things moving, we're going to play one message here, and then we have several more that we'll play in this week's hotline minisode. Okay, so here is our first message in the hotline today. Hello, boys. This is your podcast, Grandma Lois. How you doing? I love you, boys, so much, Adam. You sound like you have a cold, darling. I hope you're okay. <laughs> you know, they say you have to starve a fever and feed a cold. So I'm going to make you some soup, Adam, and I hope you're doing well. And wear your sweater in that cold studio, would you? <laughs> I love you, boys. Call your grandma once in a while, okay? I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, so how about that, Adam? Wow, what is that concern? You know, I, I appreciate that. I was a little under the weather. Wow. Well, she's on her way over to bring you some soup. I could use it, man. That'd be great. But but most importantly, how great is it that we have a podcast grandmother? A podcast grandmother is... I, who else has a podcast grandma? Nobody. 
Nobody. Only Chris and Adam have, podca- have a podcast grandmother. <laughs> In your face, so, other podcasters. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Grandma Lois is a new character that's debuted on the show, and she's our podcast grandmother. <laughs> and she's very concerned with our well-being. Yeah, uh, clearly. She right right away came in right to swoop in to be the grandma that we all need. Right. Maybe she'll call back. That might be a reoccurring thing. I, I hope it is. I hope I hope we hear from Grandma Grandma Lois again. Yeah, absolutely. Next. All right, well, uh, moving on. Adam, if you remember from our last episode, Dave was not the only new addition to the team here at This Week Today. True. The other was the great Sarah Stapleton, who is going to join us periodically with Life Hacks. Life Hacks with yes. Sarah. Well, actually, it's it, um, it's funny that you would sing a jingle because... Okay, so first, this is her debut on the show. This is her official debut. Welcome, uh, Sarah, to the show. <laughs> Are you going to sing the rest of the episode? <laughs> Maybe. In any case, we're going to play her first life hack. And, Adam, Sarah even made up her own custom in- intro. Oh, hell yeah. Sarah hack for that. What do you think about that? <laughs> it's perfect. It's short. It's sweet. It's it's melodic. Uh huh. And so now listeners know that the official title for this segment is Sarah Hack for That. That's brilliant. Well yes. done, Sarah. So I'm gonna play it one more time. Yes. Sarah Hack for That. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love it too. It, it gets better every time you play it. It does. <laughs> All right. And with that, I'll play our uh, Sarah's first life hack. Okay. Okay. Supposedly, all this technology that's coming out these days will make our lives easier and more efficient. But what's really happening is that it allows us to do more and more with the same freaking amount of time that is now filled with all of the dozens of new things that you can do with a smartphone in your hand. The only problem is that the smartphone in your hand has been getting bigger and bigger since you're doing more and more with it, and you need more and more thumbs to swipe all the swipes and message all the messages, and how do you do that when you're trying to drink your caramel mocha triple half-calf macchiato? It's just impossible. So Sarah Hack for that number one. Bluetooth coffee cup. It has an LED that can extend your phone screen so that your left thumb swipes the cup and your right swipes your phone. This retails for $89.95 and is currently only available for Blackberries. It will make your life so much easier. Sarah Hack for that. (laughs) So there you go. What do you think of Sarah's first life hack? (laughs) One hand swiping on the cup, one hand swiping on the phone. It's perfect. Isn't it? Next. Well, Adam, that brings us to the end of our show. Dang it. I was just having fun. <laughs> well, tune into next episode and we'll have some more fun. <laughs> oh, but Chris, when will that be? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully very soon. Hopefully every other week. <laughs> but before we go, Adam, is there anything you'd like to promote today? I'd like to promote myself at www.lordsaunders.com for all your audio editing needs. I'll be there. I can be found on all social media at the Lord Saunders, and I look forward to hearing from you. Give me a call. Terrific. And before we go, a couple of reminders. Again, the hotline number is 321-465-2180. Please let us hear from you. And please come join us on Facebook. Search the Gravity Beard Interns. You will not regret it. If you enjoy the show enough that you'd like to be a regular supporter, you can do so by signing up right now at patreon.com forward slash gravitybeard. But as we said at the top of the show, we've made it easy to make one-time donations if you like. One, you can use our PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash gravitybeard, or search our email, contactthebeard at gmail.com. Or two, you can find us on Venmo by searching gravitybeard, all one word. 
We're also a proud member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check them all out or search at Podfix on Twitter. We actually just added another great show called Filmmakers Podcast. You're definitely going to want to check that one out. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. It's a podcast from the collective minds of the Podfix Network. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or any other podcatcher. Listeners can find This Week Today on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. All the other music and sound effects can also be found on YouTube. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Later. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. The moon is awesome, so you know. I haven't had a lot of bad hot dogs. Huh. Led Zeppelin, dude. <laughs> Atom Bomb, or Atomic, was my nickname in middle school. That's a weird brag of mine, though, to say that I haven't had a lot of bad hot dogs. (laughs) That's true. In your face, audience, I bet you've had a bunch of bad hot dogs.